When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Live from the original Lib Crib at 16th and Harvard, welcome to the Coach Kevin Wilson Show on the Golden Hurricane Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by Lib Crib, smoking the good stuff. Get ready to talk Golden Hurricane football for the next hour with the head coach of the Golden Hurricane, Kevin Wilson. The Coach Kevin Wilson Show is also brought to you by Triad Eye Institute, Tulsa Athletics' official LASIK and eye care provider, and by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Now, here's the voice of the Golden Hurricane, Bruce Howard. From right to left, a 37-yard field goal attempt for Chase Meyer. Long count. Here's the snap. The ball is down. The kick is on the way, and it is good. He knocked it through from 37. No time on the clock. Tulsa wins the football game. Yeah, that's how the game ended, except for it didn't end right then, actually. But that was the end of the game, or near the end of the game, for the Golden Hurricane as Tulsa captures the win at East Carolina. The final was 29-27, an absolutely cut uh, clutch kick at the end of the game by Chase Meyer. Tulsa comes away with the victory. They did have to defend a kickoff uh, after uh, after all of that, and they put a second on the clock. But, boy, what a great win for the Golden Hurricane to finish out the season. And we're joined by head coach Kevin Wilson and coach, awfully good pain, plane ride back when you win a game on the road, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we were fortunate. Um, you know, we did. Um, you know, they had five turnovers. We had one. Uh, you know, we, they had 
we sacked them three times. We protected our quarterback, you know, so we took care of the ball better. Uh, but we did have some field goal glitches. We missed an extra point, got a field goal block. That was kind of the difference in the game. Uh, we moved the ball well a couple times, didn't score some touchdowns to maybe help us out. Our defense, you know, we got really depleted defensively. We, we started eight walk-ons in that game. Yeah. We're in the world of transfer portal and all the transfers. We, we couldn't have filled a team without our non-scholarship players. And some of those guys are some of our best players. Joe Anderson's a walk-on. and uh, Ben Kapinski started at Oklahoma State as a walk-on. Dane Hodge right now is a walk-on, not getting a scholarship. Our quarterback is a walk-on. It's not on scholarship. And those guys are playing good football for us. So we're indebted to those guys. And it took everybody to win. It was, it was, we've been close. And you look at, again, the last um, uh, few weeks down the stretch here, you know, you, 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 you're losing overtime to Charlotte. Uh, you got a chance at Tulane, and, and we can't make a play. And, we lose the seven, you know, uh, uh, against North Texas, and we win this last one. We, you know, there, there's five, six, one possession games, and we, we got one of them. We need to get a few more of those to, to have a winning record. But I uh, was happy for the seniors, happy for our fan base, happy for the fan. We've got the same folks here every week, so I appreciate everybody being here. Hope you had good Thanksgivings. It looks like everybody's hungry again for a change, so we're good there. Yeah. Um, but it was, um, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a tough run for our guys, and they kept battling through it. I kept saying we – Kept having good practices, good work, and I think the way those guys kept fighting, I mean, that's valid. I mean, we didn't get maybe the result that you want and you yearn for. Uh, you don't necessarily deserve it. You have to earn it. Uh, but we kept practicing hard. Sometimes we didn't play our best or maybe call the best plays or do what it takes to win a game. we got to be better in that regard. But uh, it, is good to, it, good, it is good to send a special group of seniors that have given a lot. And you're talking about either fourth-year, fifth-year, or sixth-year guys who sacrificed a lot of time and sweat and, 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 and a, a lot of their, the, uh, their body and w- worked hard. And, yeah, some of these guys are getting scholarships, but, man, they, uh, th- those are hard, tough jobs. So a lot of respect for those guys. Glad those seniors get a win. Glad for the young guys. It will help us in recruiting. And we're off now into the offseason as we start the, the recruiting part and trying to build next year's roster. When you win a game like that um... – how much momentum do you have? I mean, momentum into recruiting and then momentum into spring, which springboards into next fall. Uh, I guess some. I mean, it's better than, than, than the other. And at the, at the same time, I mean, shoot, that field goal almost got blocked at the end. I mean, you know, you, you, you get one play go, you're, you know, they have a blotch snap. Yes. At the end of the game, and all of a sudden we get back in. I thought on fourth down there was a potential challenge receiver play. I don't know if contact wasn't early. The referees didn't see it like that, though. I don't know if the videotape looked that way, and I don't know if it, but whatever they saw, they didn't call it. And at the same time, you keep battling. Ben Kapinski makes an awesome effort play when they blotch the fumble to get it. Our protection was pretty good. A huge play to Cam Babb, or, or excuse me, uh, Cam Babb. Cam, it was one of my Ohio State guys. To Cam Benjamin, a yep. huge play. Yep. Yep. Great run by Anthony to, to get it down there to make the kick that much shorter for Chase Meyer. There's a lot of good things at the end of that day, and it'll give us some momentum. Uh, but at the same time, too, we, you know, it's you got to keep momentum and keep building. And, you know, life is about momentum. There's ups and downs, highs and lows and swings. But even though we had some lows, our kids kept battling the way I think our fans and our our, our administration expects a Tulsa football team to battle. Well, and I think, uh, you know, you, you made a good point about that, and I agree with you. I thought it was a pass interference on that fourth down play, and you go from the depths of uh, depression, if you will, or, or whatever, and, and, you know, sometimes it takes a break to win a close game. So you get that snap, and as you mentioned, an effort played by Ben Kapinski because it looked like a 50-50 ball. It looked like their their running back had a chance at it, but Ben, I think, wanted it more. Yeah. Well, it looked, I mean, he made a great effort to get there. So yeah. whether 
whether he wanted more, he got it. He got there, and it wasn't like it was easy. It just fell in his lap. The ball, the ball bounced our way. And you always remember the bad breaks. When you lose a game, how about this play? There's as many good plays and good breaks as are, there's as many lip-ins as lip-outs. You remember the lip-outs. Yep. There's a lot of pulled putts that still go in. Yep. And so, you know, at the, at the end of the day, uh, we're very fortunate, very grateful, um, and very appreciative for our seniors and, and for our fan base to get a win here down the stretch. You know, and you've only had a couple of days to kind of digest it, but as you look back on the entire season, there were some really, really good moments, especially early on when you got to three and two. I mean, I, th- I think there are a lot of things to build on, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's constant building. In this day and age with the portal, you know, right now we're in conversations. Recruiting technically has started, although we're not allowed to leave campus till Friday. we got some state championships this weekend that we'll try to see as many Oklahoma-Texas kids. We have official visits, kids coming on campus. This weekend and today started a four-day period where it's dead recruiting, and we basically are recruiting our team. And when I say recruiting, okay, you know, with COVID, you get an, another year. Do you want it? Yeah. Some guys do, some guys don't. Sometimes we don't want it. <laughs> Sometimes, like, hey, you graduated. We need to maybe start the process over. Right. Um, maybe sometimes we're begging for you. We want you to come back. And in this day and age, the way the rules are, everyone has the right once they've graduated to look at their best options. And we'll, we'll, we've, 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 we've had some guys that have left the program. They're announcing that they're going to the portal. But we're fighting, I think, to keep the right guys intact. We should have potentially, on paper, there are 40 players that are potentially graduating. Right. Whether it be in the spring, right now, or have already graduated. Then you're going to have some players that might think the grass is greener. I just say buyer beware. Um, a lot of guys in this in, in, in this era, and I know, for example, the, the outstanding quarterback at Oklahoma State last year went to Ole Miss. I think he threw three touchdowns this year as a backup. Right. Uh, we've had players leave here that have, have done okay, but yeah, sometimes is, is the grass going to be greener? What I know, a year ago at this time, I wasn't here. A year ago and two weeks from now, I was meeting with every kid, figuring out who they are. Today, okay, I think I know who you are. Right. Here's what I get. What are you getting, and do we want to work together? And if you're coming back, you're coming back, yeah, it's good for you, but you're coming back, it's good for TU and good for our program, and we're going to make our roster better. And we're not going to eliminate any player from this team. At the same time, everyone that's coming back is coming back to make this a better roster and a better program. Yeah, and certainly it's an individual process, isn't it? I mean, that is somewhat painstaking. I mean, you have to start uh, now, don't you? Oh, we've been, it's all, it's all today. That's what, that's what I was just doing. Um, and, for example, I've got a tremendous welcome player, freshman, that I like. I don't think he's got the money to, to pay, pay the tuition right. and from where he's coming from. And I think he's done a well of a job, and he's not a scholarship guy yet. And he probably needs to look at another school, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's best for him. And he did a well of a job for us. I respect him. I'm grateful. I appreciate him. He's got to find his, his best opportunity. So, you know, it takes a little time. Everybody's different. Every situation's different. But you're in a day and era where kids, if they want to leave, they can. I just, to me, you need to make sure. What I know right now, like I'm going to have, have conversations with guys, Bruce, and say, look, based on what I've seen, I haven't seen very good play yet. I don't think, I don't know how good your talent is. And I, when I watch you practice, you don't practice very hard. So I, you need to really improve if you want to play more. So right now, I'm not mad at you. You're not playing a lot. You need to get better. Can you get better? Do you want to get better? I've got other guys. You're exactly what TU wants. You're great in the classroom. You're a team leader. You're awesome on campus. You're a tremendous football player. I, I'm beg. I love for you to help us stay. Stay another year. Some of you guys, like Kendarian Ray, that you've had on here. Hey, I'm out of eligible. I gotta go. I still love you, man. You were awesome. So, <laughs> you know, you got all these conversations. 
right now, right now, at least I know what we got. Where a yeah. year ago, you're getting to know everybody. Oh, yeah. And right now, what you're trying to do is do what's best for the kid, but ultimately, you're doing what's best for the program and trying to make the team better. And here's your role. Do your job better. If you don't want to do your job better, let's let's go another direction. Let's, yep. you know, let's, 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 this football team needs to make improvement. Well, we'll be back with more as we continue. We are here at the Rib Crib. It is the original Rib Crib, 16th and Harvard. And we'll be back with more. And a reminder, we also have the basketball coaches on the way. Angie Nelp from Women's Basketball will be here. And we also have Eric Conkle of the men's side coming up. And uh, appreciate uh, Kevin uh, able to carve out a couple of uh, segments for those folks. And we look forward to the basketball season coming up. We also look forward to hearing about all of the stuff with the recruiting in the off season, And then, of course, you get ready for spring football as well. We'll be back with more from the Rib Crib. Kevin Wilson. Uh, radio show from Learfield. When the game goes into overtime. But the game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. It's easy to slay the holidays in a luxurious new Lexus from River Spirit Casino Resort. Now you can experience the magic of the season like never before. Simply play internet entries daily with your Connect card, and you can dash away in a Lexus LS on New Year's Eve. The more you play, the more chances to start the new year in a new ride. Don't miss your chance to slay the holidays in style. Your luxurious Lexus awaits only at River Spirit Casino Resort. Your University of Tulsa Golden Hurricane women's basketball team is taking on SEC foe, the Florida Gators, right here in Tulsa at the Donald W. Reynolds Center Sunday, December 10th at 1 p.m. The first 1,000 fans receive a free Tulsa basketball shirt, and all fans can enjoy $1 hot dogs and sodas. Get your tickets now at TulsaHurricane.com slash tickets or call 918-631-4688. Rain Kane. There's a lot of hype around electric vehicles right now, but there are also a lot of questions, too. How far can they go on a single charge? How long does it take to charge the batteries? Do they have good performance? Do they require a lot of maintenance? At PSO, we get it. You've got electric vehicle questions. Fortunately, we have answers. Here's to making informed decisions. Learn more about electric vehicles at GetToKnowEV.com. Knowledge is power. Here's the third down snap. Back to pass. Francis. Francis rolling to the left. Now he flips it high in the air. Left side. Wide open as Benjamin. He catches it at the two and into the end zone. Touchdown, Tulsa. Camden Benjamin. Here's the snap. Rolling out to the right side. Francis throws short over the middle. Caught at the five-yard line. And McGarry gets into the end zone for the hurricane. Luke McGarry. On a perfectly thrown ball by Kirk Francis. Here's the snap. And the handoff to Jackson. Jackson gets hit at the one. And he's able to lurch into the end zone. I think he's in. It's a touchdown for Bill Jackson. Jackson with his first career touchdown for the Golden Hurricane. And Tulsa has taken the lead. Yeah, and just when you think you know something about college football, all the, you know, all the prognostication was that you know, neither team was going to move the ball very much. You know, ECU's good defense. Uh, East Carolina didn't have a great offense coming in. And yet... 
Uh, we get toward the end of the second quarter there, Coach, and each team has three touchdowns. It's 21-20. to 20. That's yeah. what you love about the game is you never know. Huh? Yeah, and, and I, I was sitting there looking, you know, like you know, we played very well against Tulane, although we came up short and, and, and offensively and, and, and very well against that team. And that's, that's the number two and number three defense. The, the best statistical defense in our league is SMU. Tulane was number two. East Carolina's number three. I would have told you we were going to have a hard time scoring. Right. And we scored in three plays. At the game, I was like, wow, okay. That one got me. Yeah. And matter of fact, we picked on the DB. I think it's one of the best DBs in the conference. Right. Cam had a great game. Cam came on and, and did really well. And when you're sitting there visiting, you're, you're talking Francis. And, again, we're in a day and age. Like right now, uh, this is the week of, 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 of talking to your players, and this is actually the week where every school starts talking to your players. So guys guys like that are going to get opportunities. Hey, here's here's ten or 20 or 30 or 40,000 bucks. Here's the NIL that will come be on my team. And, and I'm fighting like heck to keep those two guys here because those are two of our best leaders and best players as we go forward. So uh, it's going to be an interesting month as we fight to stabilize and build our rosters. We have completed the, the 23 season and move into 24. Yeah, you know, and, uh, Coach, I just don't know the rules anymore, but when um, the guy, any guy, has a chance to go on the portal, uh, if another team talks to him or another university talks to him, is that, in the old days, that used to be tampering. Is that now just well, legal? Well, you, ha- you, you have to be. So right now, to be in the portal, there's a process. They go to our compliance uh, 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 person, R- Russell Fisher, right. and he officially puts them, and they just read they're in the portal. That means that they, they're considering transferring. Right now, uh, you have to have graduated from your university, or you have to be on a school where the coach has been fired. You can get into the portal. Everyone else cannot get into the portal until de- December 1st. Okay. And there's a 30-day window, or, or five, maybe it's 45 days now. They went back and forth on the rules that they can say, they say, I'd like to look at another school. Yeah. And once, so right now, if when somebody puts out on Twitter, uh, there's a guy in the portal, I just send it to our recruiting guy. He logs into a site that says he's in. That means you can call him. If he's not in, you can't call him. Right. So there's an official way that means you're looking. And then once a kid looks, as the college, you don't have to keep him on scholarship. You can move on. Um, once a kid is transferred one time, he cannot look at another place, mm. you, you know, I mean, if he does, he loses a year of eligibility. So it's not like one year I go here, one year I go here, one year I go here. So that's why you just tell guys, make sure that, you know, is the grass always greener? So everybody can tell you, come here, you're going to play right away. But sometimes teams are looking for depth. I know at Ohio State, we took a couple players specifically because we knew we needed good backups. And they came in and they played as good backups. We had two backup quarterbacks that were brought in to be the backup quarterback for Justin Fields. Well, we don't have a good backup. Come be our backup. So there's a lot of that going on. And all you do, you just try to be very transparent with your players. You ask for them to be that with you. And we just, right now, what we're doing is going through, this is your role. This is what we see. We think you're an impact player. We think you are developing the right way. We think you've got a lot of work to do. You're not doing well. This is what we see. Our kids are doing great in school. I love the academic piece where they're at. we got some great kids working hard. And right now, they have the options to look if they want to. You just you know, just try to be transparent and honest as you go forward. Yeah, and, and are there some schools that sometimes will uh, will even offer somebody out of the portal just so they don't go to a rival, you know, just to keep uh, them away they, from other teams? No, nah, that? that, that's old when you had more un, more limited scholarships than we have right now. Right now, if you're bringing someone in, you're bringing them in for to, a purpose. to, to help your you, – yeah. you, for example, in the NIL world, there are teams in the upper level that are throwing thirty to forty to $50,000 to a walk-on mm. to have a better practice squad. 
And, yeah. and, and for example, I just, you know, I was at Indiana. They just made a coaching change up there. The comment was made for Indiana to be competitive. They need, they need $3 million in their in their NIL buddy to field a good Big Ten team. You know, I, in our world right now, I don't know what you got, but we got a whole lot. You know, we got, <laughs> you know and that's what we got right now. And so, but our, 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 our AD has done a phenomenal job of raising money for the Austin Fund. So we're giving our kids more academic support money that's legal right. and it's on top of the scholarship. So we're getting more cash to our athletes and they're earning it than we've ever had. So in some ways we're trending and doing things the right way. And for us to be good, you're not going to outbid anyone to get good players. We need to get the kids to buy the value of the degree, the environment, the community, want to be here. And you work with those guys and develop them the best you can. Yeah, and that's certainly uh, not the way it was, you know, 10 years ago. I mean, you always wanted to have a culture. You always wanted to have a program that that, the kids would be proud to be a part of. But but it's changed a whole lot, hasn't it? It is, but the guy, the guys that really make it are the, are the, well, whether these and sometimes you know it's it's good to get a fresh start. There's nothing I, I you know everything I think that's being done in college athletics is to try to do what's best for the the athletes, their well being and their welfare, and and them maximizing the opportunities that that they they get. And I'm all for that. The more we can give these kids, whether it just be from gear or or support or everything we can do, because they they make a lot of sacrifices. It is it is demanding. And that's why a lot of our athletes deal with a lot of stress issues, which is a, a concern for our, for our athletes. So it's demanding. That being said, too, as a coach, you, it forces you to spend more time with your players to get to know them, to connect with their families, and make sure everyone's on the same page. Right. Here's where you're at. Here's your role. Here's what we can do. Here's your talent level. Here's what we can improve. Here's your academic piece. Here's what we got to do. And you get everybody working together to give the kid the best experience they can. The great thing about TU, they're going to get a great experience in the classroom and I think in the environment of the athletes we have on campus. They're going to be in a, in a tremendous city and get a great environment. So we're going to sell what we sell. We're going to bring in some quality kids. We're having on paper the best recruiting class on paper that we've had in years. So that even though it's challenging times, Bruce, it, it is good times, and it's a great place to be right now. Got a kind of an intuitive question from one of the fans. Uh, the huddles in the sideline meetings, uh, is that uh, to stop sign stealing? And yeah, I think the, that's the exactly team, right, right? Yeah, I, I thought the guys just watching tape last week, I felt two weeks ago they had us, and I did, it caught me off guard, and I didn't, uh, because you can watch teams. The teams that look over, defenses have become no huddle. They look over, and they try to gather as much information and, hey, it looks like a passing formation, call a pass defense. looks like a running formation, call a run. And along the way, all you're doing is just looking across the field, watching people's signals. I was watching their signal guy. Like, hey, this is Trey right. That strip's right. There's three guys on the right, guys. Hey, there's three guys on the left. He's got a trade his left hand. Three is, right. It's not like it's, it's like rocket science. Now. It's not real hard. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I just felt watching their team last week, they played great defense. But, man, they were playing some high percentage calls. It was third and one. And they're playing pass defense. And by the way, the team threw. Yeah. How did they know that? Yeah. And it's third and seven, and all of a sudden everybody's up there stopping the run, and they ran the ball. No, wait a minute. It's third and seven. How did you know? So I'm like, hey, I think these guys are pretty good at getting your signals. I just felt we should – I was really concerned could Kirk and our quarterbacks handle it because now – and our players, they get used to seeing signals. Now you actually got to hear something yeah. and translate what that means to do. That's not as easy as the visual of just seeing the play. So I, I, I was surprised we handled it as well as we did. I thought that got us in some 50-50 calls where plays right. went our way. Right. And we just thought that was the best way to handle it last week. And it, it worked out well. 
All right, we'll be back. We'll have our final segment with the head coach of TU football, Kevin Wilson, as we continue here from the original Rib Grip 16th at Harvard. And then we have the two basketball coaches coming your way as well as we get ready for basketball season. Again, we're at the Rib Crib, Kevin Wilson radio show from Learfield. At Brahms, we offer more than just burgers, shakes, and fries. We have an entire fresh market for your everyday grocery needs, from farm fresh milk to meats, freshly baked breads, and produce. We also carry a wide variety of our premium ice cream, frozen yogurt, and sherbet. And with Brahms delivery trucks running seven days a week, our items are always fresh. Stop by your neighborhood Brahms Fresh Market for an incredibly fast, incredibly convenient grocery shopping experience so you can spend more time on things that matter most. We all love watching football, but you know what? It's not easy if you just can't see it clearly. And that's where Triad Eye Institute comes in. Triad Eye Institute is the official LASIK and eye care provider for TU Athletics. If your vision is giving you problems, then go to Triad Eye Institute. Go to Tulsa, Bartlesville, Claremore, Grove, Muskogee, Pryor, McAllister, and find out what you need to improve your vision. Triad Eye Institute will help you make sure you can see everything more clearly. Call 918-252-2020 or go to triadeye.com. See more of life and football with Triad Eye Institute. Developing a winning strategy is the backbone of a football team's success, and it's no different in the world of business. At the Don Thornton Automotive Group, our game plan is refreshingly simple. Our playbook is all about putting you at the heart of our operations. You'll love our brands Lexus, Audi, VW, Cadillac, Land Rover, and Jaguar, and you'll love our convenient locations at 41st and Memorial in Tulsa. There is nothing better than feeling a golden hurricane win, and that is how you will feel doing business with Don Thornton Auto Group. Go Hurricane! Copy, scan, and more. Proud sponsor of TU Athletics has been serving the greater Tulsa area for over 15 years. Whether you need flyers and banners for your new business, full-color presentation books for that big meeting on Thursday, trial notebooks to win that big case, or invitations for the big day, say I do to the team at Copy, Scan, and More. Our graphic designer will turn your vision into reality for any project, big or small. We do it all. 918-583-3353. Give us a call. Has time, throws over the middle, and it is intercepted for the Golden Hurricane. It's picked off by DeMarco Jones. Jones cut in front of the receiver, a diving interception, and TU gets a turnover. Here's the snap, and they drop out of the blitz, and a quick throw over the middle, and it's intercepted by Jace Oliver. Oliver picks it off at the 43-yard line to the 44, and the Golden Hurricane with a huge break. On first and 10 from the TU 24-yard line. And they, they direct snap it to Harris, and the ball is loose. It's fumbled. It's recovered by TU. They direct snapped it to Harris. It went off his hands, and Kapinski recovered the fumble for Tulsa. What a huge break. Yeah, there you have it. Those are three of the turnovers for the Hurricane. They forced five in the game, and Coach alluded to this earlier, uh, that they win the turnover battle 5-1. I think that's the best ratio you've had all season. It was a great time to have it, and it's always good to be on, the, on top of that T.O. ratio, isn't it? Well, that's the number one correlation to winning. You know, and if you're if you're plus one, you win about 67, 68 percent of your your games. If you're plus two, it shoots up about 78. Plus three pushes in the 90s, you win. And that's why this year, as we had many interceptions early, and we're on the negative side, we even actually won a couple games where we're negative. That's that's right. that's a formula for defeat. And as we move forward, uh, we've got to do better taking care of the football. We've got to do better finding the skilled players to make the open field tackles and cover better. And we need to find some skill guys to make the big plays for us to bust some games open a little bit. Yeah, can Darren Ray, of course, spectacular for you all year long. 130 total tackles or 130-plus total tackles leads the league in that area. But I thought Jace 
Oliver was your steady Eddie. I mean, he was like five interceptions and, and really did a nice job at nickel, didn't he? he yeah, he did. It was, it was our player of the game, although K. Ray got uh, recognized by the, uh, the conference on the uh, honor roll. He had 15 tackles in this game. He leads the conference by, I think, about 30 tackles. Yep. I think he averaged 11.98, so basically 12 tackles a game at conference games. So, tremendous player. And Jace, I said weeks ago to the team, the best thing about uh, Jace Oliver is I know every day what I'm getting. I get a kid that shows up with a good attitude, good practice. He stays healthy. He practices hard. He practices every day. I think he's ninth in the conference and pass defending. Uh, he's one of our best veteran players. And he's a guy that, like Cam Benjamin, has an extra year and we're hoping he would be a guy that wants to come back and, and be a team leader and play more one more year of Tulsa Hurricane football. He's got that opportunity if he chooses to do so. Yeah, and as you mentioned, he's a good kid. Gosh, he's a good kid, isn't he? Great kid, great kid. He's got a, a tremendous student. Already graduated. We're trying to see if he does want to come back, get him in that sport leadership program we got going and get him going there. He's a, he's a rock-solid good player. And as you mentioned, you're re-recruiting your players right now, but eventually you get into the regular recruiting uh, when the dead period ends, and it just never ends, does it, Coach? Or, I mean, do you ever have a break? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, know, you, you know, I mean, at the same time, recruiting still always going on. And the first charge right now is with my position coaches, like basically – you know, you're the linebacker coach. You're the head coach of that position. So the, if you like your room, good, keep them. And if you want to get other players, go find them and make sure they fit the culture of our team, make sure they fit the culture of our campus. And they're going to do a great job on and off the field for us. So that's an active time. Again, recruiting this week, we're, I mean, we're in there right now looking at tape of all the guys. We've got, I think it's 17 committed guys. That doesn't mean they're coming yet. Signing day comes up here. I think it's December 18th. Uh, we'll hit the road recruiting starting December 1st. We'll have kids on campus and throughout the week. Maybe there's some transfer guys we look to bring in. Uh, but the real deal, first of all, I'd say we're going to work hard with this team, giving this team some positive direction, and hope we can keep everybody solid and move forward together in a good way. Well, Coach, I'm going to give you a wide berth here, but this is the end of your first year at the University of Tulsa, the first of uh, what we hope is many. What surprised you? Was there anything that surprised you about your, your you know getting back into the head coaching job? Well, uh, well, the first prize, and I got to talk to Jason over here. But did you see Coach Venables go through the smoke and get tripped up this week? I got stuck in that smoke one time, and I stopped. You cannot see. So I'm telling you, that smoke is not a safe deal now in the team. So I was surprised. The first, I got, I went the first deal, and I went to make sure everybody's out locker room, and we sent them on the field, and I got stuck in the middle of that smoke. You cannot see. So I was surprised. That when the team runs through the smoke, that is actually not safe. And what just happened to Coach Bell, I got scared and went to the left and stopped. I swear to God, for so that surprised the heck of me. I didn't realize that smoke was that thick. I was surprised, not surprised. It, I, I was impressed with the quality of the people that we have around our on, on our team, the kids we have, the way they bought in, worked. We might not have gotten the results. And I was talking to, to Coach uh, Coach Fritz down at, at Tulane. I said, Coach, two years ago, you guys won two games. Now you're now you're. You know, 11 and 1 playing the championship game. This was again two weeks ago. They went 11 1 at the time. He said, Kevin, even though we didn't have a good year, we never had a bad day. And we didn't have bad days. I didn't like the second half of Rice. I thought we didn't play hard. SMU to score got hit. I thought our guys kept battling. I didn't like score. It got out of hand. It got snowballing. But I showed clips on Sunday of our team in the second half playing hard and covering kicks and playing aggressively. And, and I, the result was ugly. But the way they were approaching it was, was the way it was. I thought our kids did a great job. I was just impressed with the quality of our kids, the type of people they are, and the type of people that we work with around our campus. That, was, that didn't surprise me, but I was impressed. And it has had a huge impact, I think, on me and our staff. It's, had, it's going to have a huge impact as we build our team going forward.
I can't think of a better way to finish things out, Coach. Thank you so much. Great win on Saturday. Congratulations. And, and thanks for stepping aside for a couple of basketball, folks. Appreciate well, you. Appreciate the rib crib and be, all of that. Being a Tar Hill guy, I'm used to good basketball. So I'm used to <laughs> I'm, 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 These guys are off to great starts. We're pulling for those guys. These, both these teams have great years. Let's have a big round of applause for Kevin Wilson, the head football coach at the University of Tulsa, as obviously a terrific foundation here at TU for great future success and uh, we appreciate uh, him obviously getting out here on you know on what could have been a big recruiting week but uh, good to, good to hear that he you know was able to come and then obviously we're going to bring in the uh, basketball coaches in a moment Angie Nelp the women's basketball coach coming up next as we continue here it is the Kevin Wilson radio show from Learfield some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Developing a winning strategy is the backbone of a football team's success, and it's no different in the world of business. At the Don Thornton Automotive Group, our game plan is refreshingly simple. Our playbook is all about putting you at the heart of our operations. You'll love our brands Lexus, Audi, VW, Cadillac, Land Rover, and Jaguar, and you'll love our convenient locations at 41st and Memorial in Tulsa. There is nothing better than feeling a golden hurricane win, and that is how you will feel doing business with Don Thornton Auto Group. Go Hurricane! We welcome you back to the Kevin Wilson Radio Show, coming to you live from the Rib Crib, 16th and Harvard. And fans, before kickoff and before tip-off, get a taste of Oklahoma tradition with Rib Crib. They've championed Hickory Smoke Barbecue since 1992, fueling the competitive spirit. So when it comes to barbecue and hungry sports fans, Rib Crib, a great call every time. And Pepsi Zero Sugar made for football watching and basketball watching. So grab an ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar and let's cheer the hurricane on to victory. Pepsi, proud partner of the University of Tulsa. Let's welcome in Angie Nelp, who is the women's basketball coach here at the University of Tulsa. We're so glad you're here, Coach. A great start, 5-2. and two. How do you feel about this team? feel really good about the team. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun to be here at the Rib Crib and see all the familiar faces and, and so much fun listening to Coach Wilson and his vision for the program. And I know they're headed in the right way. So it's an exciting, exciting time for Tulsa Athletics. Yeah, no doubt. And you're five and two. Now your weekend tournament, you you're able to beat Pine Bluff, and that was a tough game. You beat Clemson of the ACC, which is terrific. Mississippi State, though, number twenty five in the nation. They they gave you quite a bit. So five and two, not bad at this point. Or what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. You know, not bad. You know, we're we're obviously never satisfied, but so proud of this team and and what they've done in the in the summer and in the preseason in the fall to be able to to grow to the point wherever you start your season. You know, it, or, this is a fun team. You asked me a minute ago, what do I think about this team? They're, yeah. There's so much fun in practice. You know, they're so competitive, and yet we get into practice, we work really hard, and then we, we have fun with each other too. So it's been fun to see our veterans that are that are returning 
coming mixed with our newcomers and been able to get off to a good start this year so far. Yeah, and you you know, your first game at Lindenwood was was a difficult one. They're a good team. So it was nice to go on the road and get you a win right away to get things started, right? Yeah, we started on the road and we started um, against a program that had just had a new coach. And so from a scouting standpoint, you know, we weren't really sure what we could, you know, what we could expect. And our, and our girls were on the road and you have those first game jitters. You know, it's always, always fun and exciting for those games, but really proud of the way that we pulled it out. Yeah, and then New Orleans and Northwestern State were victories for you. ORU, you know, that's the, the, the blood game. You know, that's the rivalry. And, you know, there's all sorts of emotions. You guys had fairly decent control of the game throughout, but, you know, they, they hung around by, what, 5-7 or whatever, and then all of a sudden at the end they got hot, huh? Yeah, you know, that that game, it's it's such a fun game. It's a highly competitive game, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, obviously a crosstown rivalry. We, we, we fell up short this year. You know, nobody's no, nobody's more, you know, disappointed than our players. You know, they work really hard, and that was a big focus for them. And at the end of the day, the ball didn't bounce our way. Um, they got hot there at the end in the fourth quarter, and we missed some missed some of our shots, and so we ended up falling. But, you know, every team throughout, throughout the year, you're going to face adversity, and you're going to face adversity at different times in different ways. And I couldn't be more proud of the way that our girls responded after that game you know it made them it made them hungrier it made them more focused and I think that's why we were able to go on the road into a neutral you know into a neutral tournament and be able to pull off you know two wins in very close games yeah and beating a Clemson team by 10 before the Mississippi State game now so so far there have been what we understand three American Athletic Conference players of the week and Tulsa's captured two of them, so that's really good. So we had uh, Delaney Crawford a couple of weeks ago, and this week, Tamira Poindexter is the American Athletic Conference Player of the Week. Yeah, those two are doing such a great job for our team, and, and truly what an honor it is for our entire team to be able to have, you know, those two weekly honors for Tamira and Delaney. And, you know, it's it's been fun to see them evolve from their freshman year, you know, playing their freshman year and last year their sophomore year and now into their junior year, just to see just to see the way that they're committed and the way that they're bought in and, and the work that they've put in to see them getting those kinds of rewards. But at the end of the day, all those honors just speak so highly about our team and, and the players on our team. Yeah, and we, we know Delaney, of course, plays so hard. So does Tamira. And I ask you every year or maybe every couple of weeks, like, uh, okay, so what are you seeing now from Tamira that you didn't see before? And it seems like she evolves her game every year. She's evolved it to 23 points a game at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, she's such, an, she's such an amazing player, you know, and it's the way that she thinks the game and the way that she sees the game developing her, developing in front of her. One of the things that, one of the, I guess, the evolutions that she's gone through within our program is, you know, when she was, when she was here as a freshman she played a lot interior for us so she had a different style of defense that she would see in some bigger longer players you know fast forward to now where she's playing a little bit more on the perimeter for she's playing more on the wing for us she's being guarded now by by quicker guards by by some 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 smaller forwards so you've seen her ability to post up against those players whereas earlier in her career she was bringing a lot of bigger players that were defending her out on the perimeter and we saw a lot of spectacular three-point shooting we saw we saw a lot of getting by those defenders and getting to the rim and now you're starting to see even more parts of her game where she's posting up in front of the rim. And one area that she worked really hard in in this offseason was her mid-range, you know, being able yeah. to play off the dribble a little bit more, being able to have some counters in your mid-range game. And so I think she's going to continue to evolve, though. I don't think we have seen the best of her yet. You know, I think she has such great potential and she works really hard. It, now, is that is that her recognizing that and then taking a smaller player down low? Is that part 
coaching too, where you're like, hey, you've got this matchup, go go do it? I mean, is that a little combination or what? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of all that. You know, we play a positionless style of basketball where you see all of our players that are on the floor, all over the floor, inside and outside, and we give our players a lot of freedom to be able to, to kind of make those decisions. You know, we do, we spend a lot of time in player development and individual workout to be able to help them understand the reads and the IQ part of the game of, hey, when they play you like this, this is what you need to do, and, and she is she is excellent in that area of having that awareness and recognition on the floor. Katia Gallegos, I think, uh, has, at least it looks like it in the numbers, in watching her play, she's really done a nice job of uh, here in her second year of really continuing to fit in and get better, isn't she? Absolutely. I am so excited for Katia's year. You know, she has worked extremely hard in the offseason. She was playing for her Mexican national team in July and got the international experience that she had. But but one of the things that she's doing so well for us right now is her tempo and the way that she's pushing the ball and the decisions that she's making in transition. And she's really been able to get the ball into the paint to make those defenses collapse, which sometimes that opens it up for her. And you can see her scoring ability, you know, around the rim. But a lot of times those things that she does are opening it up for other people. And that doesn't always show up in the stat sheets. But I'm so excited for her growth and her continued growth. I mean, even right now. Let's go over some of the younger players like Maddie Cartwright, Amira Brown, um, Karanda. You know, I mean, there's a number of players that are new to the program. And give us a little thumbnail on a couple of those. Yeah, absolutely. So Karanda Perea is a transfer from us. She transferred to us from Temple. She is a she's a 6'2 forward. And, of course, you know, coming into our program, she shoots the ball extremely well. Yeah. Um, and she's able to guard bigger players, you know. And she had a, she had a, she had a great game for us, had 15 points, you know, against, against ORU in that game. And that was huge. And she had has the ability to shoot the three she has the ability to play around the basket and now she's starting to develop her game where she's going to play off the dribble a little bit more and just fits our system so well she's super competitive it's so much fun in practice i mean when she blocks the shot I, i'm pretty sure everybody on the whole block knows that she blocked that <laughs> shot but it, it she brings such a life to our team and she's intense and she's competitive but she has such a great skill set as a bigger player and she's going to contribute a lot to us this year and then amira brown is another transfer she came to us from laney college um, she's a versatile guard She's about 5'11". She's really quick. Um, she, sh- she shot the three extremely well, and she's shooting the three well, you know, for us in practice. I think that's going to come. I think you, all, you guys are going to be able to see a lot more of that as the year progresses. But mm-hmm. right now, when you see her on the court, she's, uh, she's defending the other team's best player, right? She can guard multiple positions. And then she's really quick in transition and able to get to the basket. There were, there were two really critical possessions when we were playing Clemson down the stretch. Uh, Amira, was, Amira was both was in two of those possessions where mm-hmm. she just drove it straight to the rim because they were playing out on Timira, they were playing out on Delaney, they were playing Katia, you know, they were playing all these other people and that was the option that we needed and she came through for us. So really excited for her development. And then we have three freshmen, okay, um, the the one from here at Holland Hall, that's Elise Hill mm-hmm. and then Maddie Cartwright is from Greenwood over in Arkansas and then Queen Akuwu is from over in from Madrid, Spain who's joined our team and each of them have the ability to make an impact on our team this year. Elise is a, a quick shifty guard that has the ability to score in bunches shoots the three really well plays off the dribble really well um defends really well plays both sides of the ball and then maddie cartwright you've seen a little bit more of her just in our home games and her ability to shoot the ball to to really spread the floor and and maddie is she's so savvy and she has such a such a high iq she knows where the ball needs to go and win and is a big part of those assists in our game and then able to shoot the ball extremely well yeah and hadley perriman obviously we can talk about her a little bit but I, I want to talk about a Ray Young, and I really thought when she got hurt last year, 
Uh, it was one of several injuries you had, but I thought that one really hurt because she was such a good overall player, good defender, good athlete. Now she's back after after her knee. Is she doing okay? Is she full blow, uh, full go now or what? Well, she's doing wonderful, first of all. You know, sometimes whenever you have um, a, a very impactful player that goes through an injury like that, especially a young player who does that, you know, there there's a struggle with not having not being able to be on the floor and compete. You know, right. and one of the things that Aray did so well is she, she really attacked her rehab aggressively you know and she's she's been going through rehab um since since january and then is able to come back and she's still you know medically we're still deciding kind of what that next step with her is but she's very very close to being able to go full go yeah and i know she's played a little bit with a brace right Mm-hmm. Yeah, Some, she's playing with a brace. It'll yeah. be one of those days, hopefully, when she can shuck that and, and really go, huh? Or... You know, she wishes that sooner <laughs> than later, I'm afraid. But, no, she's doing extremely well in practice. And, again, you mentioned to it, um, she's she's a very impactful player from us. Her intensity, her defense, you know, her ability to score in, in transition, her ability to score off cuts in our offense. And so we're excited for her to be able to, to kind of get closer to that return for our team. Yeah, so and certainly it'll make your team uh, better, no, uh, no question. What, what, what would you like to see at this point your team do better I would say consistency is a big thing for us right now and, and it's mostly defensive consistency within some of the coverages that we're implementing within each game I mean that we're, we're doing a lot really really well I mean we're averaging almost 80 points a game and that's that's one thing that's yeah. been so fun is we are playing at a very high tempo we're playing at a very fast pace um, a lot of times when you do that you, you've got to be able to to focus on both ends of the floor and I think I think we have these moments on the defensive end where it's, it's simply incredible you know it's amazing the way that we defend possession after possession after possession um we uh, there's a lot of teams we're one of the teams in the in the country that we call them kills whenever we get three stops in a row and that's happened several times for our team and it adds another momentum and excitement to the game i think when we can get more consistent defensively with those stops when we need them i think that's the next step for us well, and, and coming up is a doubleheader on the on the 5th of December. Obviously, we're starting to get toward finals week and that kind of thing. And uh, we, we certainly, uh, you know, look forward to seeing your team on the 5th. That's the next home game. You have TCU this weekend, though. So that's a, that's a big one. You'll travel to Fort Worth, right? Yes, we'll go down there. We play Friday night. Yep, down at TCU. And then Florida, I mean, I'm looking ahead a little bit. I know you don't like to look ahead, but December 10th. <laughs> it's a cliche for a reason, Bruce, right? One <laughs> but, game at a time. But bringing Florida in, that's cool. Yeah, you know, we're excited to be able to, to have Florida come in to the Reynolds Center on December 10th. And, and it's an exciting thing, not just, you know, obviously when we schedule our schedule, we want to, we look at our team, we look at our program, we look at kind of what are those next steps and what are those areas of growth, you know, that need to happen for us from, from a challenging standpoint, standpoint to be able to grow our team to be ready for conference play. But we're also really excited to bring good basketball here to the Reynolds Center, you know, for the community who's shown such great support for us and hopefully give them a really competitive game. All right, we got the doubleheader coming up on the 5th and then Florida the 10th. Good luck against TCU. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time. Appreciate thank you. it. Angie Nelp, who is the women's basketball coach here at the University of Tulsa, and Coach Conkle right around the corner. But I want to tell you about that Florida game, by the way. A $5 ticket and T-shirt combo. Uh, all sorts of shirts will go out. Free ticket to, to games uh, for some of the kids, the educational game going on. But the big deal is the $1 sodas and hot dogs going on. Uh, on that uh, December 10th game against uh, Florida. And by the way, backing it up a little bit on the doubleheader, December 5th, we have the Salvation Army Toy Drive. Bring bring a a toy, and uh, we'll be celebrating Indigenous Heritage Day as well. Uh, So all of that going on during the doubleheader on uh, Tuesday, as, uh, again, it'll be Central Arkansas 
uh, for the ladies, followed by the men's basketball game all coming up. And men's basketball head coach Eric Conkle joins us next. Again, it's the Kevin Wilson Radio Show coming to you live from the Rib Crib, 16th and Harvard and Learfield. Pepsi Zero Sugar has a new, better flavor. A Zero Sugar Cola has never tasted this good. But we don't expect you to take our word for it, so we're putting it to the test, starting with me. My mouth is watering already, so I think we can skip the drum roll and get right to the main event. Cue the fireworks. We have an official best Zero Sugar ever. It's delicious, it's refreshing, and it's so good you'll need to try it for yourself. Trust me. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero never tasted so good. That's what I like. Are your company's technologies keeping up? Are your networks as secure as they should be? Are your phone systems keeping up with communication demands? What if a single partner could manage all of your technology needs? For over 70 years, J.D. Young Technologies has partnered with Oklahoma businesses, providing and managing an array of solutions. With 12 specialized divisions, J.D. Young is your organization's one-stop solution provider, carrying everything so that you don't have to. Let J.D. Young Technologies fast-track your success. Learn more at jdyoung.com. That's jdyoung.com. Hi, I'm Mike Rowe, and my favorite part of Oklahoma is talking to the people who live here. Take Reagan, for instance. Reagan is a very talented student who's on her way to becoming a chemical engineer. She also plays the bassoon. Our country needs more chemical engineers, especially ones who can play the bassoon. I don't have a crystal ball, but I think we have a bright future, thanks to young ladies like Reagan. See her full story at OERB.com slash micro. Football runs deep in your veins, then Sirius XM College Sports Radio is what you need to listen to. We're talking top 25, conference and team previews, plus hear live games, news, and analysis from experts like Dustin Dvorak, Danny Cannell, Rick Neuheisel, Jacob Pester, and EJ Emanuel. Get inside college football like nowhere else. Listen like you're there on the Sirius XM app. Stay up to date anywhere you go. Just download the SXM app and start streaming. Steal again for Tulsa. Back the other way, Haggerty. A lob inside. Slam dunk by Carlos Williams. Oh, my. Haggerty with a lob. And Carlos Williams flushes it down with two hands. It's 27-8, Tulsa. Unbelievable. The goal is still shaking on the other end. Uh, there you go. We get a little J.R. Rollo in the middle of that there at the, at the end. That was one of the more exciting moments in the uh, early going for the University of Tulsa men's basketball team as uh, they're 4-1 and one on the season and getting ready for ORU coming up Saturday. And we welcome in Eric Conkle, the head men's basketball coach. And really, Coach, great to have you here at the Rib Crib. And a uh, nice start for you guys. Well, it's great to be back at the Rib Crib and, and listen to Coach Nelp and Coach Wilson. And so many good things happening here at TU. But we're, we're excited about our team. We've got a, a young team. We're going through uh, a lot of learning and discovery, but really excited about going to work each day with this group. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your thoughts in the first five games. Obviously, the last one wasn't what you wanted. You, obviously, you want to win every game. But the first four really good, uh, pluses and minuses. You learned a lot about your team. What did you learn? Well, we've got a, a very inexperienced group, but we like the talent. We like the, the versatility that we're developing. Um, we're very intentional about the schedule. We wanted to play early games at home. Of course, played our first road game and fell a little bit short. But, you know, we've got a group of guys that, We've got good athleticism. We feel like we can be a good defensive team. And we're still trying to find our offensive identity. We've turned the basketball over too much. Um, You know, we've been in and out of rhythm from three. But 
we've got a, a, a mentality of trying to do right, and, and we're just going to keep trying to figure this out of uh, being able to get downhill, playing with an attacking style. But that, as we said today in our film session, the 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 fine line between being aggressive and reckless. Uh, yeah. is is a small one, and we've got it. Sometimes we're getting a little bit reckless, but I really like this group, and we're just going to keep keep chipping away at this thing. Yeah, Jackson State is an especially nice win, especially since a couple of days later they defeat Missouri. Uh, so that was a game that that I thought you played really well, really solid throughout, and of course you defended them so well. We did, and in our first four games, and we we talk about that one point per possession marker and the first four games we we held all four teams well under one point for possession uh jackson state a lot of firepower in that game in particular thought that we defended really well ken evans come in averaging 23 points a game and uh limited to a, a point yeah and so uh you know and then like you said they go a couple of days later and went at missouri and a few days after that they're right down to the end and the wire with georgetown and fell a little bit short that game so the really good win for us and had some good moments in these games. Yeah, no question. I, you know, I thought in the South Carolina State game, probably the first 20 minutes was the best so far that you've seen from your guys because you really, really dominated that, that first half. We did, and especially the, even the first 13 minutes of that. Um, you know, we're up over 20, and, and then we just kind of kept, kept going and, and, and got up 24, I think, at the end of the first half. and 20, lot, 26 early in the second half. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. And, and we had a lot of contributions from a number of different guys, and then we got a little out of sorts, got hurried up, give South Carolina State a lot of credit, but um, so many opportunities that we've had first with for guys. And, yeah. and you know, from Tyshawn Archie, young freshman, Matt Reed, Jared Hall, um, but even Carlos Williams in his first Division One games, we've got a number of guys doing things for the first time. Yeah, and obviously Kobe Williams has had some good early games. I know maybe not as good the last couple of games, but he's a guy that's been around, and he's been around for a long time, and you know you can rely on him to be to be solid through the whole season. Well, you can always rely on great effort from him, and, and sometimes he can – uh, he's a guy that fights fire with fire, and sometimes he's got to pump the brakes a little bit. But he is a guy that, that's going to give you his very best every single day. We get that from him in practice. We get that in games. He's going to play really hard. He needs to take care of the basketball better. Um, we're working with him and our entire team on some shot selection stuff. But we know we're going to get great, great energy from him. Yeah, and B.J. Haggerty, of course, I, you don't want to say guys are surprises because you, you've been sitting there practicing with him or watching him practice. So you, maybe it doesn't surprise you, but he gets to the line so often that it didn't happen this past weekend. But he had been a free throw machine through those first four games. It's been amazing. Really is. You know, he was named again freshman of the week in the American Athletic Conference for two weeks in a row now. Um, guy that is really clever at getting downhill. And, you know, we've, we've talked as a staff, you know, those nights that it's not called quite like that, we can get ourselves in trouble. And that's what happened the other day. But he's got a way of getting to the paint, making decisions, contorting his body in a way where he draws contact but can still get the ball up on the rim. And, um, you know, not surprised at all. I watched him a lot in AU and, and in summer basketball. Um, had that reputation even at TCU and talked to their coaches last year when he went in the transfer portal. So very happy to see it happening in real games. You know, you look down your schedule or you look down your statistics, and, and I'm, I'm looking at Haggerty and, and Kobe obviously have been, you know, leading scorers for you. But, but Jared Garcia has been a leading scorer for you. And, and I go down that list, Barnes, Archie, the other Williams, Carlos, uh, Matt Reed, McWright, Hall. I can envision games where any of those guys could be leading scorer for you. Do you think you've established really good depth in that regard? We do. You know, we, 
you know, we talked to guys the other day about, you know, don't necessarily have minutes for everybody. And that's a challenge. It doesn't mean that you're content with that. you got to keep working it each and every day. But you always want to be working so that when your number's called, you're ready. And we've got a number of guys that we feel like we can count on and and put in the lineup, whether it's foul trouble or injury or different things like that. And that's the, the sign of depth. And that's something that we, we really wanted to go into this year with. And also it turns into having good practices, too, where guys can go head-to-head. Tyshawn Archie, I think, you can correct me if I'm wrong, was about your last recruit. Is that right? Or one of your last? He was one of the last. That's yeah. right. And he has been, I don't want to say pleasant surprise, because, again, you watch him practice every day. But, boy, what a what an impact he makes when he comes into a game. What do you think about him? I mean, what what is this surprise to you at all? Or? Not, not entirely. Um, in a little bit, uh, just of what his impact could be this early. Uh, he was a guy that... Um, when I was at Louisiana Tech, he came to our league camp after his sophomore year. Actually, I'm sorry, after his freshman year. So, uh, you know, as young as he looks now, imagine what he looked like three years ago. Yeah. But he was uh, dynamic then. We saw him throughout the summer. Uh, he signed with another school in the fall and then became available in the spring. And we just had seen him a lot. and We felt like, okay, here's a young guard. He's just about to turn 18 years old. And we knew that he had ability. Now, he gained a lot of weight. Um, he's still got a ways to go, but he's electric, and he's very clever. He can make layups. He can shoot threes. Um, he can bounce off the ground. Um, so, you know, we've we've built a role for him. How much that role increases is really on to him and how, how much he keeps getting better. Well, our time is short, Coach. Uh, sorry that it was so short, but we're really looking forward to the rest of the year, of course, including ORU on uh, on Saturday. We'll uh, We'll see you there. Thank you. Oh, you got it, Bruce. Everybody come on south. Come see us on Saturday. There you go. Eric Conkle, the head men's basketball coach at TU, back with our final segment coming up. This is Learfield. Developing a winning strategy is the backbone of a football team's success, and it's no different in the world of business. At the Don Thornton Automotive Group, our game plan is refreshingly simple. Our playbook is all about putting you at the heart of our operations. You'll love our brands Lexus, Audi, VW, Cadillac, Land Rover, and Jaguar, and you'll love our convenient locations at 41st and Memorial in Tulsa. There is nothing better than feeling a golden hurricane win, and that is how you will feel doing business with Don Thornton Auto Group. Go Hurricane! Here's to craftsmanship. When you take your sweet time and do it by hand, it always leads to the good stuff. The pitmasters at Rib Crib practice their craft every single day. Slow smoking with hickory around the clock to bring you righteous ribs, sit your butt down brisket, and all the good stuff you love. Rib Crib, smoking up good stuff. TU students, get geared up for game day, courtesy of MidFirst Bank. You can earn $100 when you open a student checking account and complete 10 eligible transactions within 60 days. Enjoy no monthly service charge, free online and mobile banking, and get paid up to two days early with early pay. Visit any MidFirst Banking Center today or go to midfirst.com slash student checking. Member FDIC. Low energy, or low E, affects millions. In fact, it would be running rampant if it had the energy to run. Fortunately, Planet Fitness can help. Join Planet Fitness today for $10 a month and enjoy tons of equipment for every workout in our clean and spacious judgment-free zone. Don't wait. Get that big fitness energy. Join today for $10 a month. 
See Home Club for details. Folks, welcome back to the show, and that wraps up the show. Thanks to Coach Wilson. Thanks to Coach Nelp. Thanks to Coach Conkle. I'm Bruce Howard saying so long for now from the Rib Crib. Good night, everybody. This has been the Coach Kevin Wilson Show on the Golden Hurricane Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by Rib Crib. Smoking the good stuff. Also brought to you in part by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. And by Triad Eye Institute. Tulsa Athletics official LASIK and eye care provider. Join us next time for another hour with head coach of the Golden Hurricane, Kevin Wilson. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Golden Hurricane Sports Network.